The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the chibi of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Are you ready? Okay, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! And we're baking. Let's get it. What up, Emil? What's going down, bro? <coughs> hey, hey, Crispy in the house. What up, Crispy? What up, Ryan? Said, happy Thursday, fellas. Quick dynasty question. Would you trade Javante for QJ, Quentin Johnston, for those who don't know, or Jamos, that's Jamison Williams, right? Or hold Javante? Hmm. This is very interesting. Um, this would have to be, I feel like this would need to be a team specific trade because if we're doing just a one for one, I'd rather have Javante Williams. Um, just the value for him is a little bit higher right now. Obviously, uh, Quentin Johnston, you know, with a good season, he, he could uh, propel past what his value is right now, but um, his value could also lower in uh, in year one because of the weapons and stuff that they got over there besides him so i think i'm holding i think i'm holding uh javante over over quentin johnston or jameson williams um team specific though if like your team is like really really hurting 
for wide receivers, you know, and you got a shit ton of uh, running backs, you know, that's, that's where things may change. But if we're just talking about in a vacuum, I'm not moving Javante for, uh, for QJ or Jamison Williams. All right. What is up everybody? I was slacking on creating the video. I need to start creating it. Um, creating the stream the night before. Cause I think a lot of people get high and uh, forget that we got to wake and bake every morning. <laughs> And, oh, our cards for next week. Who's going to get in on the cards with us? We're doing, that's going to be four of the Panini Prism boxes that we're opening. And it's $10 a piece here. More than half the teams are already gone. So you want to get in as soon as possible here. We got the cards, Ravens, Panthers, Bears, Browns, Texans, Colts, Raiders, Rams, Patriots, Giants. Uh, Seahawks and Titans that are available right now. So make sure you uh, you jump in there. Let me know what team you want to get. And yeah, Ryan said, appreciate it. Appreciate you, homie. Thanks for dropping by. Because uh, yeah, the fantasy isms never stop around here. Been so busy. I haven't really been able to uh, come up with a bunch of um, I mean, I guess advice videos, things like that. We're just live streaming so much. I mean, that's really what uh, what kind of slows down those kind of videos from happening because we're given so much information, like here. All right. Let's smoke it up more. What's everyone smoking on right now? And uh, now about this, we'll wait till Bogey gets back and then we'll bring them out here and stranger shout out to the who day nation what are you smoking on over there bro stupid fire stick says that uh running out of space i think it's because noble keeps downloading stuff <laughs> on here let's get a new bowl going All right. Uh, yeah, Stranger said puffing some grape diamonds at the moment. I like it. Oh, there we go. In the building. What up, Bogey? What up, my bad fucking morning. All good. Morning, grind. It's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I might not even be able to rock this the whole time. Probably just have a quick smoke. All right. Yeah, I got a fucking got something that just came up, but it's a little, it's something I'm supposed to handle tomorrow. But they want to try to do this a day earlier, so I'm like, okay, let me get on this. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's, it's got to happen today or not at all. So, yeah. And for those following the best balls, we're gonna start uh, one of the best ball divisions today. We're gonna do the draft order race uh, during FNT, and that's gonna be for the the Breakfast Club division. That hey, been- hey! <laughs> classic stuff. Classic stuff. That is definitely a classic movie. Yeah, and I don't know. I was just not feeling the redhead like that. What's her name? Molly Ringwald. <laughs> She's Molly. a prude. 
She's a prude, though, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, she doesn't want to let anybody know if the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> and what was funny, it took uh, it took the other girl over there. It, it took her lying about it to, uh, <laughs> I had sex with my shrink or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and then. Every- oh, yeah, the wild, the wild chick, that, that, that uh, her. The one who her uh what was it her snack was hella crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she had the uh, the what's it called? It was the uh, it was like a Captain Crunch like sandwich with like pixie sticks, <laughs> like <Yeah>. mix. <laughs> like and, she was trolling, bro. Yeah, she was funny because they were talking about like what would you do for a million dollars, and uh, and like um, it was Ringwald who asked uh, Emilio Estevez. She was like, "Well, it's to see like kind of like how far." you would like take it. And she was like, would you like drive to school naked for a million dollars? And he was like, would I have to get out of the car? And she was like, of course. <laughs> and he was like, do I have to, uh, uh, he was like front of the back of the school and, you know, in, um, in what's it called in, uh, <laughs> in the spring or in the fall. Like, man, that would suck. It's gotta be cold as fuck. Like over there in Illinois in the, uh, <laughs> in the, in the winter. And uh, he said he would do it, and then the other girl comes in, and she was like, "I'd do anything. I'd do anything sexual, and I don't need a million dollars to do it." <laughs> Damn, and, uh, she was throwing it out there. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I guess that's where it all came from when we were kids, right? And it wasn't just like, "What would you do for a million dollars?" It was specifically, "Hey, would you suck dick for a million dollars, bro?" A motherfuckers always ask each other that in the hood. And there's no way you could ever, like, get around that, you know what I mean? Because it's like, if all of a sudden you see me mobbing in a Bentley or something, you know what I mean? You'd be like, damn, Blue Bogey had a Bentley, bro. How he came up? Bro, you in here, bro? What? He's sucking dick for a million dollars, man. You know what I mean? Like, well, the, and one of the most classic, I think, <laughs> versions of that is, uh, is uh, what's it called? Um, uh, workaholics. It's like literally their convo, like, on the way to work, and it's like a subplot within the entire like storyline of everything that's going on. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's Anders asking Adam and he was like a million dollars. He was like, yeah. And uh, Anders, was like, <laughs> he was like, let's get down to brass tacks here. <laughs> he was like, would you suck a dick for $20,000? He's like, new motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's wrong. And then he was like, "All right, let, let, let's just let's just get." And he ain't even talking about like a Ducati or nothing like that. He's talking about like you know, just regular <laughs> old, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just. How much them going for these days? Four or five racks. Yeah, and he was like, "All right, let's just get down to brass tacks. What's the least amount that you would suck a dick for?" And he was like, uh, "Probably nine hundred And, <laughs> and yeah, they're like, "What?" He's like, "I, I said nine thousand. All right, I said nine thousand. oh man that's all bad and it's so funny because like uh it gets brought up again and uh like the guys are making fun of them and it's uh one it's like the main plot within the story is uh it's like the owner of telemericorp or something within the higher ups of telemericorp he's trying to get them to like murder him (laughs) And, uh, and he was like he was like, yeah, I'll give you $10,000. And he was like, man, you'll suck a dick for 900 but you won't kill someone for 10000 He was like, I said 9000 You want to go, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so pissed the entire time. And then at the very end of the movie, 
or at the very end of the uh, of the show <laughs> is uh, someone getting hit by a car. I think it was Blake. And uh, and then they were like, how much does this ambulance ride cost home? Because they're getting in the ambulance. They're like, uh, about 900 bucks. <laughs> and then they all look at Adam. <laughs> Come on, That's Adam. Funny. I mean, see, having a price, you know what's funny is like, it, it don't matter how expensive something is. Yeah, you're still, you're you're doing still it, you're pricing it. <laughs> you're still pricing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? You might as well just suck that thing for free by that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? See, Man, one, one, of the, one of the classic scenes that I like in Entourage, uh, Ari Gold, he's the crazy agent. And he's pretty much homophobic, just talks shit like about everything, but he has like a gay assistant in uh, after season one. And he said he had to get a gay assistant. So one of, uh, one of their clients wouldn't hit on his assistant anymore. And uh, he's like, Oh, you want to hit on my assistant now? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. And, no, go ahead, go ahead. And then he, uh, so he has to, he has to offer up his assistant to one, to a huge TV writer, I guess, someone who's going to bring in millions and millions of dollars and he starts having this conscious, uh, his, his conscience <laughs> attack. His conscience comes into play. <laughs> and uh, it's funny. He was uh, he makes his wife. He's like, we got to go to Boys Town now. He hears, uh, he hears uh, she works hard for the money <laughs> on the radio. And he like starts crying. He's like, we got to go to Boys Town, baby. And uh, <laughs> he was like, we made And then he finally goes down there and he like steals Lloyd back away. And it's this whole big moment. And he was like, we may be whores around here, but we ain't pimps. Let's get the fuck out of here. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's a good message for life. Yeah. I mean, I mean, by, by definition, we are whoring ourselves to whatever whatever job you are you have or whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, but I'll never call that motherfucker my pimp. Fucking Chris. <laughs> that's he's, a he's, boss. Yeah. <laughs> he changed his name in the breakfast club to breakfast hostage. <laughs> Crispy, you're a fucking savage. <laughs> what up, chaotic? What up, chaotic? Hey, you know what's hella funny about Breakfast Club though? Because, like, um, it was just like uh, how you know how high school things like that in, in high school ain't changed. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Like, okay, in the '80s, were they not foreshadowing school shooters? That dude was ready to shoot that school up, bro. I mean, there were school shootings before that. I mean, that was more or less. There you go. That was more like, or less. In the, you know, the 90s and on, like, at, like life after the 80s when all the shootings were all strikingly similar. You know what I mean? So, I just think we didn't hear about Well, I mean, I've, I mean I'm born in 86. You're born in 84. 84. So in the 80s, we're just not hearing too much about it necessarily. That's good point. I think, uh, you know, with uh, with social media and shit, it's like, I mean, I know that Columbine, I mean, shit, that was in um, Colorado. Everybody knew about that. See, I don't even know if everyone even knows about the Santana uh, school shooting, which happened like less than two years after that in San Diego. Oh, and, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah so, like, know about that shit. That's what it is. It's like we just, we hear more. Wait, about Mex- it. Was it a Mexican shooter? They hear about it when it's like a white so, shooter. It, oh, Santana 
is in uh, is in Santee, and it's pretty much like the fucking it's like the KKK area of San Diego. Oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah. If it was the Mexican, it makes total sense. I mean, shooting up a bunch of racist motherfuckers, you know, over there, I could believe it. I don't remember what the uh, what the shooter was or anything. That's crazy. But yeah, I think it was just making fun of that, right? Like, because he doesn't have a gun, so he gets the next closest thing. Well, this is kind. Of, this is a gun. <laughs> it's just a flare gun. <laughs> hey, you can light somebody up bad, bro. You hit a flare gun and somebody, and it catches them in the chest, and it sticks to their their sweater or whatever they're wearing. He was going to do it to himself, though. Like, that was the weird thing about it. Like, because remember, because he got like a D in woodshop or some shit like that. Wow. It was the pressure. It was the pressure of. Uh, of not being able to keep his grade point average like perfect and all that. See, here's the thing. He must have had a father that'll beat him to death if he didn't. You know what I mean? Not according to Chad Nelson. He was like, you're a parent's fucking wet dream. (laughs) No. They're like, no scrabble for you tonight. No! Yeah, it wasn't even that. He was like, uh, here's my impression of Big Brian's house. And he's like, Hey, Dad. <laughs> like, hey, son. Hey, Dad. It's like, what do you say we go fishing this weekend? <laughs> Great, hey, Dad. Oh, but I have homework to do. No. That's fine, son. You can do it on the boat. <laughs> Damn. And you know what's funny about that, though, is because, man, all them shit was improv most of the time, huh, when they were shooting? I mean, I, I I don't know about that because um, what's his name who did that? Uh, um, fuck, what the hell is the guy's name who did that? Uh, John Hughes. Uh, he was really big on uh, on um, on what's it called on dialogue. So I think I, I mean. Some of hey, listen, hold on, hold on. I'm so high, bro. I thought we were still on workaholics. Oh, workaholics was definitely a yeah. lot of uh, a lot of ads, <laughs> that's for sure. What up, Banks? What up, Banks? Yeah, that would be a show that I'd like to do for the Silver Screen Breakdown. Man, Entourage is a show that I, I could have a podcast about if we had people who uh, were, I mean, and we know guys like Guccini, like R, but man, I love Entourage. That was like my favorite show ever. Man, it's funny. I need to get on that shit. But what did Guccini say? He said he never finished it, but he was like, he fucked with it, right? Something like that. I don't remember if he said he never finished it. I mean, it went for a long ass time. It went eight seasons. Didn't it like stop for a minute and then come back to? <laughs> well, or not not stop, but like they they uh, gapped it like some well, of the seasons. I guess every uh, I, I guess every oh. every TV show I think went went on a little hiatus because there was a writer's strike. Mm. I was in like. 2006, seven or eight, like some shit like that, like around then when uh, when the writers had a big strike. I swear to God, if I could just get in like in like one of those production rooms, like with writers and shit, I pitch like ten years of movies. I bet you you do the same. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just because I was- we know some dope shit, like listen, and all they're doing is remaking shit or like taking, you know, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Do you remember? Like like, uh, do you remember the episode of South Park where they go to Hollywood, and uh, it, it's the Osimo episode? Okay, <laughs> I remember this vaguely because that's where I got Osimo from. That's why I wanted Brian Brian Osimo everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, oh, so, hold on, um, hold on, real quick. 
It just reminded me, just in case for some reason, my I'm man out. Brian is watching, bro. Shout out to my man Brian Apostle, bro. Happy birthday, bro. I tried to call your ass. That motherfucking shit was this case. My man, for, uh, he moved to Diego when we were like 14, 15, you know what I mean? Okay. But I stayed rocking with him every, you know what I mean? He's like, I've known him since the first grade. This is my guy, right? He's the real savage. I was I, I was trying to get him to come out to Disneyland that one time when he was out there. But um, long story long, man, happy birthday to my man Brian. Okay, so yeah, so back to the awesome mode. Yeah, so pretty much he pitches every type of movie. It's with like uh, Rob Schneider. He was like, uh... Rob Schneider is like a dog or something, and then like, and like, ah, that's like funny. <laughs> I remember this because those were all his movies. Yeah, and it was funny, and they got super excited. Like, wow, that's a great idea. We'll call it Puppy Love. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, Rob Schneider is like, uh, he gets turned into a stapler or something. <laughs> and it's always just Rob Schneider getting turned into something different. That was all the ideas. Because that's when uh, it was like, um, then they'd show the little preview. Like from it, and they were like, "You may have seen Rob Schneider is uh, as a white chick or whatever it was." Um, like the the different ones that he actually did in real yeah. life. But now Rob Schneider is turning into a stapler, <laughs> and just like all of these <laughs> fucking ideas That's that they had. Yes, it's pretty tough to pitch movies. Like we're doing, um, we're doing Scream Six on the silver screen breakdowns tomorrow. So make sure you guys come check that out with us. That was one, I mean, they came out with, well, they just called it Scream last year in 2022. I'll, I'll just, we'll just call it Scream 5. Yeah, they brought back the 6, right? They just, because they felt like. Well, they brought back 5 and, 5 and 6 are like requels or whatever, whatever the fuck they call it, requels. Re not, oh, that's a new thing, not a reboot? Is it a remake? It's a re. It, yeah, it's a reboot of it's a reboot of a sequel. So that's what the requel is. A requel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what do they think of next? Just like in all the other movies where they talk about the rules, you know, they they talk about the rules of a requel as well, <sighs> and how all the characters are up for grabs now because. It's uh, or actually in number six, I said that all the characters are up for grabs now because the franchise is more important than any of the characters at this point. I could dig it. Some serial killer shit right here, man. Chaotic said, walk like a man where he was raised by wolves. <laughs> I like it. Which one and, was that uh, Office said, was that a Johnny Cash joke? No, it was a movie, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think, too, because, like, I, I actually thought it was a Johnny Cash reference myself. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. That's why we call my boy Nancy. Uh, my boy Bill, we call him Nancy. Because <laughs> it's, like, my own version of a, a boy named, uh, what was it, a boy named Sandy? What was that Johnny Cash song? It was all about naming his son a, 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 a female name because he was about to be a shitty dad and never be around. So he was going <laughs> to... Yeah. His son, his son would learn how to fend for himself. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'll dare you off his depot. Threw a boy it named Sue. There you go. <laughs> With Howie Mandel, Christopher Lloyd. I do not remember that, uh, that movie at all. Okay. Christopher Lloyd's in it. And uh, Ryan said, need, need a win now, wide receiver for my dynasty roster. Would you send Christian Kirk and A.J. Dillon for Devontae Adams? Yeah. 
Ooh, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, we talked about it I on mean, the news. If, if those are like my bench guys, I'll do it. I want to win now. I'm willing if to they do are it. But... If they are bench guys, I'm with it. But man, I mean, you. I know you weren't Christian here. On... Kirk, Christian Kirk might not be nothing, man. You weren't. You weren't here on the uh, the news show yesterday. But one of the pieces that we talked about is uh, Adams' his attitude right now. And, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. I mean, I still read the news. Uh, I still read the sheet, but I. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, he was complaining. Like, I mean, well, he said he doesn't see eye to eye with the way that the offense yeah. is being shaped out. But, but he also prefaced it by saying, "Hey, look, I told y'all motherfuckers I could do that shit without Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I don't like where the offense is going. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what he means by that is he don't like that it's Jimmy and all the offense is about to change. All the because they're talking about having new installments. Yeah. You know what that is? That's this other part of the playbook." That they, you know, what I'm saying that they wanted to highlight was all a short passing game, and you know, what I'm saying probably more tight ends and slot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just shit that that they uh that they did in New England, bro. You know what I mean? Why do you think they bring in Jacoby Myers? Then they bring in Jimmy. And if I'm Devontae Adams, at least I got paid because my numbers might go down drastically in the worst case scenario because Jimmy favors throwing between the hashes. You know what I mean? He's not. I'm just saying that because over the years we'll re-see Devontae Adams make hay all day is outside the numbers. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, he can go, he can, he can go over the middle Adams, of the field. Adams but. played mad with the Packers and produced, so I'm cool with it as long as he takes the field. Yeah, and I guess he was playing mad last year. I mean well, – Well, I guess it was like one of the big games. He had right? his friend. He had his quote-unquote best friend and, and you know, Bible study part, group partner – Derek Carr, you know what I mean? I still can't believe that they didn't fucking keep him. Like, I mean, uh, I mean, you? are you? It's not like you I have mean, ten years of Derek, ten years of Derek Carr. No matter what his numbers are, he's not a winner, bro. You know what I mean? I mean that defense and, there, and like you know, we're looking at it probably from a fantasy. Well, I usually look at things from a fantasy scope, right? But I would say, in reality, everybody should look at Jimmy as a winner, not Derek Carr. And you know what I mean? And yeah, he but, well, 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 yeah, but see, that's the difference, though. Like Jimmy's playing with New England, where in the, I mean, until Tom Brady leaves. Yeah, then he the, plays. Then he plays with the Niners, and you know. What I mean, but, yeah, like I mean, shit, like Jimmy, like not stepping it up in the big time moment. But really, it's like you make the move. I mean, for Adam, I guess that's, I, that's a step above Derek Carr, then, because at least he gets to the big time moments. Derek well, Carr. The Raiders have been trash, so I mean, you can't even like compare them. Like in that way, like what they do, make the play. Well, I mean, here's in the thing. last like 15 years. If I eat, if I've been eating pork chops, if I've been eating pork chops for 10 years, I know this is pork chops, not filet mignon. And I'm not saying, yeah, but well, hold on, mignon, but is we it, know, is it really, we okay, know I'm, what Derek not, Carr is after 10 years. You know, I'm I mean? not defending, I'm not defending Derek Carr by any means. I'm just saying the level of fucking talent between him and Jimmy isn't astronomical. Like, it's really no. not. Like, I mean, you look at Raiders. I would say Jimmy's deep, better. Deep. Well, I'm, I'm skills, better too. I would say but, part of skills is smarts. And as, as much as, like, I said, Jimmy's all bronze and no brains. I'll say Jimmy's better too. Some of those Derek Carr mistakes. Like, Derek Carr makes those, those four-quarter mistakes, like, routinely. Like, it's part of his game plan. You know what I mean? I'll say Jimmy's better, but that's <laughs> the point of what I'm even trying to make. If you're really going and getting Devontae Adams over here so he can connect with his with, with his with his college fucking guy, 
You know, we've seen C.J. Beathard and George Kittle. Just yeah, and then DeMarja the Adams led the league in touch, receiving touchdowns last year. So Why do you not give it more than a year? That That's all I'm saying. Why do you not give that more than a year? I mean, Carr, Carr was up. He, I mean, uh, what was it? He was owed like 30. He, he was about to be up. They extend, Remember they did? They gave him the Fugazi extension? Yeah. But it's and still they, not it's it's still not franchised like money that they're get, that they um that they would have had to pay him. Yeah. It's not forty I I, plus. I think it was uh, would have got paid less than Danny Pesos still, right? And Gino. I think because Gruden, no one like Gruden never had good relationships with people in the league. Right. Because <laughs> you know, that's why he brought in like Mike Mayock and stuff like that. He tried he was trying to get in good with people because he, he liked to make trades, bro. Why do you think he only made trades with like Uncle Jerry? Because Jerry Jones would be like, yeah, I'll, I'll let you overpay me. You know what I mean? If, you know what I'm saying? When they did that, I mean, I mean uh, what is it called? He said he actually overpaid for Cooper in that sense, right? Yeah. To get Dak a weapon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But here's my thing, though. Like, when he, he wanted to trade. They wanted to trade up to get Kyler Murray. You know what I'm saying? That They, they couldn't move up. You know what I'm saying? Um, They, they brought in Antonio Brown. That whole debacle happens. Like, once they were stuck with Derek Carr, they tried to, to they tried to get him weapons. You know what I mean? They draft Josh Jacobs, who's you know finally became like one of the best running backs in the game, literally last year. You know what I mean? They, 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 they but they've tried to get other QBs. Every you know what I mean? They yeah. tried. They were in the Tom Brady conversations, and then Raiders fucking suck just at every. No, but no one want to go there, and no one want to work with them. Yeah, because they're fucking trash. Like, I mean, yeah, Office said it right here. What's their goal? Raiders have waffled between win now and win later all offseason. I think that's it. They don't have – they haven't established an identity. If their identity is the run game, they're not even committed to Josh Jacobs like that because he's just on a franchise tag. I mean, they got a decent line, but their fucking defense is whack. Like, man, I mean, how – that you're never going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes, yeah. fucking Justin Herbert. You won't even they got their their GM came from oh. their GM was one of the head scouts in New England, right? And they haven't been able to draft worth the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like, and you know, what I, mean? I mean, maybe hope maybe they hit this year. Who they get? They got Tyree Willis. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Wilson. Wilson, right? So you know, I now mean, they got I think that he's gonna be a bust because the Raiders fucking drafted him. If you, I, I, I can't even argue with that. If you I go back. These past like twenty years, it's like the the team that drafted after them in the first round that was the big hit, like of the first round. Who, like, who got drafted this year? Let's see. Who, was it uh was it Brees? I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh Bijan. Bijan. Yeah, you know what? I think it was. <laughs> Hold on. Yep, hey, Bijan was the next pick. After history uh, is on our Wilson. side. But yeah, they yeah, they always fuck up. It's the funny thing about history, it tends to repeat itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't think they didn't think them bell bottoms would come back. They sure did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now, uh, the dudes, the dudes weren't wearing them though. Actually, in my high school, there were some dudes wearing them, and they were like hardcore gangsters, like Mexican cats, bro. They they, they uh, they're they're uh, greasers and rebels. Like motherfuckers would like look like they're from the fifties. The greasers, and then you'd have the rebels dressed like some straight flaming ass disco fools and shit. Yeah. Uh oh, Michael said Raiders are about to shock the world. Let's what? How are they about to shock the world? Let, let, let him have his moment. That's what I'm saying. Let me let us know. Let us know how they're going to shock the world. I'll read. I that. think it's because they got Jimmy now. Jimmy's <laughs> the winner. 
Okay. And uh, so Derek Carr last year, he throws for 3,500 yards, 24 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Ain't that right, Jimmy? I don't think Jimmy's going to throw uh, 14 interceptions. But how, uh, like, we think, do we think Jimmy can eclipse 4,000? And do we think he can uh, go over 25 uh, touchdowns? How about that? I think he scrapes like, you know, 3,900. Uh, maybe like a like a cut hair over four thousand, wow. and he's good for about twenty one, twenty two passing TDs. Maybe twenty five is a phenomenal season for him because I feel like what hurt Derek Carr the most is not only his red zone inefficiencies as a passer, right, but it was the fact that they were so efficient at pounding the ball. And I mean, with that New England style offense, you know what I mean? They get down there within the five. They're, the first thing they're trying to do is pound it in. Jacobs, yeah, see, that's to why. Like, what, 12, to the tune of 12 rushing touchdowns. I guess he would have had to been more efficient to like, uh, just because less uh, less attempts and everything. Like this yeah. past year, he only had uh, uh, 502 attempts. Missed two games. Was it for injury or did they pull him? I can't they benched him, remember? Yeah, they benched him for two games. Yeah, they're, I mean, like, they're, they're mathematically eliminated and they were done with him because right then and there, they was trying to shop him already. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> which uh yeah i mean it's almost like, uh, it's almost like what's it called uh, and, it would have uh, been stupid to get him hurt too that's why well yeah you get hurt that changes everything but yeah. uh, and they, 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 in hindsight they couldn't even trade him because he sucks so they had to cut his ass you know what i mean then then he goes on his fake little uh sweepstakes and like and 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 people don't really want him like he thinks they do, and then it's it's literally the guy who drafted him to begin with over there now with the Saints. You remember yeah. that uh, that movie Little Big League where uh, it's the young kid who's like the coach of the Twins, and uh, so he's uh, they're, they're ha- he's having an issue where um, people are hating on him because he's a kid like the players, you know, like some players are already quitting, like quitting like you know mentally, uh, not necessarily physically. And uh, there was one guy who was just fucking up and, like, um, one of the pitchers. And he was like, yeah, you know, I'm, so, I'm not remembering the scouting reports and everything. Maybe you should bench me. And he was like, nope, I'm not going to bench you. I'm going to play you. And he was like. Uh, oh, I remember this. Yeah, and he was like, uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah, we may. Was uh, this little Malcolm in the middle kid? No, nah, nah, I can't remember who the dude was. I don't even think he went on to anything. And um, he was like, uh, he was like, uh, you should just trade me or something. He's like, nope, I'm just going to keep playing you. And, um, and what the hell did he say? He was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to – I'm not going to, you know, pay attention to the scouting reports or, or whatever. And uh, then he was like, hey, Mac, what's the trade value on a starting pitcher that can't get anybody out? And then, uh, and then he gets all pissed because, yeah, you're not going to get traded if you're not mm-hmm. fucking doing good. And then he goes out and just, uh, and just handles biz. But, uh, yeah, that's why Clark had no trade value. <laughs> It's like Calvin Cook, why he has no trade value. And you know what's dope? I love doing a daily show because we do like, you know, we do like ponder all these things daily. And um, man, definitely said that, you know what I mean? They're going to get, oh, what are you doing away? That's just crazy. You're going to walk down all the way downstairs. Hey, I knew I heard something. Let's see it. Shelly said, rate my rookie draft, 10 teams. Uh, Gibbs at the 103. Stroud at the 201. So it's got to be a, oh, yeah, yeah, single QB league. Um, oh, he took Stroud over Charbonnet, huh? I don't know about that. 
I would have took the Q. Is it a single? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe his QB's wounded. And they took A-Chain at 204, Kendra Miller, 205, Josh Downs, Laporte. I like that 204 and 205 pick, though. Yeah, I would have taken I, – I probably wouldn't have wanted Stroud unless you really, really need a QB. But in one QB league, like, you can get away with just having two QBs. I mean, uh, three if you kind of need it, but – I mean, you know, there's, you know, what's funny is like, it's, it, there really is no trade value for those QBs unless you have like zero. I mean, the obvious Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. Um, you know, you know, what's funny is you'll see a lot of people right now in, in single QBs in this offseason moving, like trading away or for like Lamar Jackson and, you know, uh, Justin Herbert because he's, or he Kyler Murray, right? Oh. But when those guys are doing very well, no one's moving those guys either. You know what I mean? Yeah, dang it, chill. He said traded Aaron Rodgers away for the 201 and didn't get Bryce. Me personally, I would rather have Aaron Rodgers, especially if it's a single QB league. But who's your other QBs? Russ Wilson and Howell. Yeah, see, I much rather would have just kept. I'm okay. He has Russ. Russ, 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 Hey, listen, Russ got upside here with with, with Sean Payton. You know what I mean? It it might be like some ridiculous Bogart upside, like close to 5,000 passing yards. But like, if he stays healthy, and and they probably I, I can see them having like little to no run game this year, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and seeing Chill said dynasty though. <laughs> Thing is, with uh, with Russ, Aaron Rodgers, and whoever you have as a secondary is just a luxury. C.J. Stroud isn't a luxury to me right now. I would have rather built up on the uh, skill. C.J. Stroud about to be in a Niner. He's, he's never going to play in a Niner style offense. Like, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. His upside would be like Jimmy. You know what I mean? Like, because Stroud's not really like. Oh, his upside better be higher than Jimmy. I mean, we think. I'm just he's, saying. Because he's. Stroud he's, with a about this. They're going to run. They're going to run heavy in that offense. And yeah. if, when that deep. I said that defense turns around by next year. By next season, that defense. The defense wasn't horrible last year, just to be fair. It wasn't amazing. No, it I wasn't amazing. And it wasn't terrible. It was the offense put him in a lot of bad positions. A lot of short fields. You know, when, when you. When you're turning over the ball and your your defense has to defend a short field and they get scored on, right. it's going to show up as their fault on the stat sheet. So, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's very steep. And, and and they brought in some notable pieces, bro, starting with their with D'Amico Ryans. You know what I mean? Like, sure. you know what I mean? And then, then they bring in um, whatever, you know, uh, uh, QB uh, coach slash offensive coordinator assistant for the Niners. Now he's the OC for, for the Texans. And literally said, hey, we're going to run a Niner-style offense. Like, yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's going to be a lot of play action. And, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of running the ball to open that play action. So, yeah. And you know Joe, what I mean? Said it's if fair. he's not running with his legs either, he's not even like – is he known for that? No, right? Well, that's he's what I was going to say. Is he going to – I mean, in, that that's the thing. In Ohio, he didn't really have to do any of that. Like, I mean, he's got so many weapons and shit. Like, I mean, you don't have to run. Is that going to be different? You know, he has no weapons. Like, it's all these young guys. We don't know how he's going to fucking connect, you know, with them. And, uh, okay, yeah, and Chill said he likes Stroud as a prospect, personally. I'm kind of just out on the Ohio State guys. If, if he has me out of all three of them, uh, the, the, the top three, you know, uh, Richardson, Stroud, and uh, Young, I, I like Stroud the best. Okay. Because I, I don't know, I think Richardson has, like, the most bust potential. Because it's like his because of his style. Like if he's not smart and can't develop as a passer within a year, and he's always trying to take off. I mean, to, 
Look at Justin, I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts. Even someone like Jalen Hurts, who, who was in that very offense that Richardson's going to be in, right? Even he got hurt a ton behind a good line because it took him a while, you know what I'm saying, to be like, all right, my legs are a luxury. You know what I'm saying? Like, versus like, I got to get out of every jam with my legs, you know what I mean? Because that's going to be Richardson, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, especially Hurts, like in the beginning, like who the fuck did they have when he was a rookie? I mean, they get Adam, not Adams, they get- a uh, good point. I mean, they, they, they got Devontae Smith. The next in, year. Yeah, in, in, in 2021. And then you so get A.J. His... Brown fucking in the next year after that. Like, that's just money in the bank year after yeah. year. They, they, they retained Goddard. And then, and then, and then you know, th- that by then it was year two in that offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, he's played so, in the same offense every year, right? And, and no one's arguing that Richardson has the highest upside out of all of them. You know what I mean? I think for year one, I think a lot of people are, are on well, that. Well, I'm saying for Dynasty, right? Right, like, right, right. Yeah. But see, I said the same thing about Lance. That's why, like, I'm always going to, like, correlate. I need them to be – I need Lance to come back and bounce back because then I can use that as an example. Like, see, no matter how highly touted, it's because of his style. He got kept getting hurt. It took him a while to come on. You know, you know they're well, – look, the like, look at a guy like Justin um, – like uh, – um, fuck him. Uh, field. Look at Field. Yeah. I mean, right. in year one, I mean, he was garbage, you know, for fantasy, you know, like it took him getting the second year, learning, learning schemes and learning the defense and shit like mm-hmm. that. And even now, like there's still, he has to take a step up as a passer like this yeah. year. And like, you know, so, so they're making a conscious effort, right. To bring in weapons. They traded for Claypool and gave up a second round for that. Then I don't, I forget. They got what Joey Porter Jr. So I know the Steelers got to be stoked about that. Yeah, and then you know, um, they go and they trade for DJ Moore, who you know, what I'm saying, I mean, um, that's at least two upgraded wide receivers over yeah. the wide receiver and then, one. And then, if Mooney could get could look like 2020 Mooney, you know, what I'm saying, which was like his, his sophomore year, where because that was when they still there. had Robinson, right? And he was, yeah, where he you know, just let him play like a second or third fiddle, and then all of a sudden, they have a three wide receiver set that's. Like, you know, that can, you know, you can go to, you can go to getting shootouts with, you know what I mean? Like, because he's, his rushing ability is going to open up those guys down the field. Like, yeah, he's going to, those guys are going to get single coverage more often than not when you always have to dedicate a spy in the box on top of it being a run first team. You know what I mean? They're going to run. It's another one of those. So that that, they got Lou Getze over there. Uh, he, that that's their offensive coordinator, and he's he's a Matt Lafleur ripoff. So it's all that Shanahan type of joint, like you know what I mean. Like it's all that zone run, you know. Because they really like need him shit. to run. They need him to run. I'm not gonna say half as much, but how, how about let they need him to run like how, how many rushes? Yeah, 160. He had 160. Yeah. If, okay, if, if they're winning game, I mean, uh, let, let's say this: if they're winning games and they're getting, you know, they now that's they have a big, that's a big if still. Yeah, yeah, because they brought in De- Deontay Foreman and they even got the big boy Roshan Johnson. These guys are gonna; these guys are closers. If yeah. you're winning games, you're not having to run and hurry up offense with Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? So say like, and their 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 division, you know, they 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 could this likely they split with a bunch of them. You know what I mean? So it's like. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have – and, 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 and it's then, crazy. And, like, Richardson, because, I mean, that's kind of kind of who we're comparing him to right now. Yeah. Uh, so, Fields last year – I mean, he misses two games when he got hurt. 
318 passing attempts though. Like, I mean, he, he only threw it twice as much as he passed it. Like that's a little, that's a crazy ratio. Yeah. I mean, it's look at, uh, I mean, what did Kyler Murray do his first year and he played his rookie year and he played all season. Cause this is, this was Justin Fields' second year, but basically his rookie year. You know what I mean? Because he yeah. only started but a few games his rookie year, right? Like yeah, Kyler's rookie year, he threw it uh, five hundred forty-two times. Okay, see, and that's playing, and that's playing from because they had a really bad defense too. You yeah. know what I mean? And he rushed like, at ninety-three, so he didn't even rush for a hundred. That year. okay? Yeah, and then he turned it up to the max that second year with the rushing, right? He went over 100. Yeah, he yeah. went uh, 133 rushes. Yeah. And uh, and still threw it. He had more attempts than the year before, 558 attempts. And he played less games. No, it was he played. Oh, he played the most games years. his second year. That's those right. first two years he played. Yeah. Okay. So, so now. The year after that. And is that a coincidence, you know, that he ran, you know, just a crazy, insane amount the year before, and then he gets hurt? He gets banged yeah. up. And uh, the next year and the year after, I because I, I was gonna say that 130 that 130 attempts already seemed like too much for Fields in year two. You know what I mean? Like well, yeah, I, because they got him, they got him like some decent weapons here, and he had to throw the rock more. Yeah, yeah, 160 last year. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out Dave Daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah, like, I don't know. He's got to be around the 100 range. Like, maybe around. Okay, he he missed the game, right, last year. So, he missed two games. So, yeah, for shit. What would like? Let's see what. Because that if he be. only missed one game, that's ten attempts a game, right? Yeah. So missing the two games that put him up at what, like eleven point something again? Yeah. So I mean, if it all averaged out, he would have had like hundred and eighty-one attempts. That's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's preposterous. He's gonna get hurt. Like if he runs that much, he's gonna but get. You know hurt. what? Those are the type of numbers I would use if I was trying to take a Justin Fields and <laughs> elevate him to like, you know, I like take Justin Fields and package him up with other players and go after like a Burrow or go after a Mahomes or, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the type of stats I'm using. Listen, bro, if you don't prorate his shit, 180 rushing attempts, bro. He was six yards away from breaking the rushing record last year. You know that, right? Yeah. yeah he was he, close. See, there's all kind of strong. This is how I make trades, bro. You just hit him with real facts that they can find. Because it's all subjective. How are you going to take that information? Yeah. You know what I mean, it's real. It's real shit, though. <laughs> Made him sound real good right there, huh? Bro, you know, Justin Fields, bro. You know, hey, you love Lamar that rushing year? Bro, he was six yards away from breaking that record, bro. Hell yeah. He's coming back. Chill said, what do we think of Deontay Johnson this year? I think for as low as he's going, I think he's, uh, he's a nice value. 
I'd rather have him over Pickens. Yeah. I mean, Pickens, um, I mean, he grades poorly on uh, on on uh, uh, Matt Harmon's reception perception because his route running is not. He he had, he's one of those great like playmakers though. You throw the ball in his vicinity, he's have to make a play. You know what I mean? That, that's uh, Stevie always points this out. The fact that uh, Pickens is a trash route runner. That's why you see him a hell of highlight reels because it's like yeah, he's, he's always always in contested catches and shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, but but yeah, Deontay Johnson. I mean that that he was like to me, he was on the way to being like a baby Antonio Brown. But here's the thing, man. Like he probably he obviously doesn't have the same rapport with a Kenny Pickett that he did with ben, Big Ben Rapersberger. Because at, at least the rapist, like he liked to throw everything short, and that's where Deont Deontay Johnson. You look at his snaps out of out of the slot. It's always like seventy percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, like, you know, from Antonio Brown being there to, like, now, you know what I mean? Like, he just plays yeah. predominantly in the slot. So, that that's why, I you know, I, I feel like he's all right, you know what I mean? PPR shit. And you know uh, I mean? we're going to get our five, six targets a game, you know what I mean? Damn, Arthur says Sutton is like a late-stage Megatron, said Dude's Dust. And I said, DK, great to buy low in Dynasty. Man, I don't know where you can buy I don't know about – I mean, if you could buy low on him, hell yeah, but, like – yeah. Like I, don't think, I don't think you're able to get him low. He's still like considered a top 12 dynasty. He's being drafted like a top 12 dynasty wide receiver. I mean, what was D here's what we got to worry about DK or JSN or Lockett. I mean, okay. I'm not even involved locking this. This in, in dynasty outlooks for those receivers. Like what you got to worry about is the change at QB eventually. You know what I mean? Unless they like, this is all a ploy for them to like keep making Gino like, you know, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, overachieve, right? And then they're like, hey, now we'll give you an extension that's long. You know what I mean? I don't know why it's such a fucking mystery to people. Like, you want your QB to throw more, just get more. I want him to have more stuff. Yeah, pay him less for shorter. <laughs> and they paid him good for short, too. It's like, so, and then, and then, he, but so here's the thing is like, then, then you got to worry about if, if, if their defense actually comes around and they, and, and their run game. Actually, they become this one-two punch run game. They gotta you know not, mean? they gotta not get hurt and lose everybody. And like, like they really gotta be playing from behind in all these games, like they were last year, or like being shootouts like they were last year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the schedule is tough though for for that division, right? Yeah, you got the who, who you got us, obviously the Niners twice. Well, who Cardinals? Who guys, that should be a, that should be smacked twice. Oh, watch, let's put up let's put up their schedule. Let's. Maybe we should do that like once a day. We'll look at we'll deep dive like a division or something. You know what I mean? Let's see. So Seahawks play. They started off with the Rams and the Lions. I mean, uh, I mean, Rams might not be high scoring squad, but we know the Lions should be. Uh, then the Panthers. You get the young QB Giants. I, I, I think the Lions are the ones that are going to be. I mean, still Sean McVay. They have a lot of injuries, so I like that. I like those first two games that she got. Because I don't think that – I mean, the Rams' defense is going to be whack. So, I mean, I just assume that because of that, their offense should uh, be good for fantasy. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with you. And then, like, Detroit, if, if all of a sudden they, they stop the run, then, then they're, they're, you're going to be forced to throw. We're, we're going to see that secondary get tested early, that that new that new look secondary, right? Gar Chauncey Garner-Johnson and, and Emmanuel Mosley and – who else do they got over there? Oh, yeah, they got rid of Okuda. That's crazy. Anyways, okay, who they got week three? 
Yeah, then they got the Panthers. You get the young QB. You get the Giants the week after that. And then uh, then you get the Bengals and the Cardinals. So for like Tariq Woolen, he's gonna have uh, he's gonna have a tough little slate of games. And then you get the Browns, then the Ravens, then the Commandos, then the Rams again, then the 49ers, then the Cowboys, then the 49ers again. That's ugly. Two games. In, <laughs> that is a rough schedule, bro. Two games in three weeks right now. Even right the there. boys is tough. Yeah. And then, oh, damn, look at this. 49ers, Cowboys, 49ers, Eagles. <laughs> a four-game uh, stretch right there. And then uh, Titans, and then the Steelers, and then uh, the, and then the Cardinals to, uh, to oh. finish it out. So and they're not there nobody's sleeping on the Seahawks this year like everybody was last Ah, bogey right into the matrix. And Derek, yeah, I'll get my pick gun. We're gonna yeah, I don't think we're gonna be here too much longer. So uh yeah, we'll get that pick in soon. And uh yeah, Seahawks. That's uh that's a rough schedule right there. That is a rough, rough schedule right there. But yeah, we will uh yeah, maybe this is what we'll do. We'll break down a different team's schedule uh, in the morning. And, uh, yeah, we'll just see see how it shapes out there. So, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of crazy. Like, I mean, a lot of us who are getting Geno, we – I mean, now we got to hope that their defense kind of sucks and he just has to keep throwing it and keep throwing it. But uh, tough games where, I mean, we assume they're probably going to be playing from behind. Everybody but Devo probably be thinking that. Yeah. This one's going to be uh, is going to get wild around here. Going to get wild. All right. One more bowl and then we're going to get up out of here. And don't forget guys, we got the box break. This week it's going to be four Panini Prism Blaster boxes that we are opening and I'm on the hunt for uh for more boxes for future future weeks here. But, uh, yeah, we got the Cardinals, Ravens, Panthers, Bears, Browns, Texans, Colts, Raiders, Rams, Patriots, Giants, Seahawks, and Titans left. And, actually, I think someone took the Seahawks, so I believe that they're gone. That's a rough schedule for the Seahawks. I mean, I, I, I like it that, like, it looks like they'll shoot out a ton, you know what I mean? Like, that, like you know, like the Steelers don't scare me like that. Even Washington, they could beat Washington. Like, those games probably be, like, lackluster fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Ni- I mean, they're going to play the Niners tough like they do every time. You know what I'm saying? The Cowboys, honestly, you peel a couple layers back. I think they're Fugazi on defense, plus especially their secondary. We saw them get picked apart a lot last year. You know what I mean? Um, I, yeah, I, I'm okay with the – but here's my thing is, like, how bad – I just also because I don't think Seattle's defense – it's gonna be able, they have to bring in Bobby Wagner or bring him back, right? But still, yeah. I mean, you're gonna be. Able, I feel like you're gonna be able to run all over them still, <laughs> even when they had Jalen uh, Jordan well, Brooks. See, the thing about Bobby, and Bobby Wagner. Wagner a couple of years when they had Wagner and Brooks a couple of years ago together before he left the Seahawks first. Time, right? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, here's the thing: they, do you still run all over them then? You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like Bobby Wagner is only going to have so many tackle for losses throughout the entire season, you know, amongst like every time that people are running on him. Like, yeah, it's past the line of scrimmage. Yeah. So, I mean, either way, like, I mean, he's just a tackling machine. He holds it down. He's going to stop the breakaway runs. I like this. this happening. Is, I'm okay with after, like, after looking at this, I'm okay with Seattle. I mean, Man, I hope like Seattle, the one thing, all right, here's the one thing that I, that I love about Seattle for Bobby Wagner. <laughs> He's going to get a shitload of tackles like he always does. I mean, that's just every, everybody's going to run on them. But here's the thing that I hate. They don't let him rush the QB like they did for the Rams like that. Like he was getting sacks over there. Like uh, he never was. He was never really getting well, sacks for Seattle. Jordan Burst going to open up the year more than likely on a pup. And then they, they brought in Devin Bush. Wow. I think Bobby Wagner, they could use him like in that fashion, right? I mean, they did. They did get some pass rushers, and they do. I mean, I've seen most, most the, the most sacks that Bobby Wagner ever had on uh, on the seven. The, no, he had five and four and a half. Besides okay. that, so I was even. I was overshooting it right there. It was always three or under. But last mm-hmm. year with uh, with the Rams, he had six. So that I mean, highest number of his career right there. It's not really considered a breakfast beer if I've been up since four thirty, right? I don't think so. It's already yeah, already had breakfast. Like I'm like, like I'm on lunch already. Everyone else is barely waking up. Ain't that right, fat head? Oh, yeah, it's it's noon on the East Coast already. Right? Yeah. Where's Antonio at? Antonio's like, fuck it, I'm leaving work. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what we uh, that's what we got to see because um, if he he needs to get back to his. 90 to 100 solo tackles. And, uh, I mean, he's always was in the mix for a shitload of assisted tackles. But if he loses his sack numbers and he only throws down around 80 solos, what he had last year, we don't like him that much. I mean, he's going to be good still. But then he's more of uh, of an LB2 versus uh, a mid-level LB1. It's funny because in these startups, I want to have him, uh, like, Mosley and Wagner, like, all the time. I'm like... Okay, it, maybe in round sixteen and seventeen, I'll pull him off, or right now. And then, like someone always, I want to get him as my third. If I can get him as my yeah, third, that's what I'm saying. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm okay with it. I never end up. Someone always gets them before. I think someone just took Wagner, right? Uh, this one of the rounds we're in right now. I didn't see it. Let's go check. I think it was. Uh, it, check the twenty-two. I think someone just took Wagner. Yeah, because we're weighing the. We're in the mid twenties right now for uh, for the twenty one. Yeah, I think yeah, and you're on the clock over there too. Okay, oh, Kidda, Kidda took uh, Kidda. Yeah. I mean, did, did he did did he see you're coming up or something? Maybe, yeah, because uh, I mean, coming up. Yeah, don't let me get Wagner as a bench IDP to like. Who got, so who, that, that was the last one I saw because whoever was after him was on the clock this morning. So who uh, got Antoine Winfield, I took Mooney, uh, Cam Curl, Song took Laporta, and then Hyatt went right before you. Give me, give me my man Quincy Williams and Jerome Baker. Oh yes. shit! Yes, I know they got to be at the top of my cues. That's why I'm like, yeah. I didn't think both of them would fall. I was like, somebody's about to snap because we're we're getting in that range of them. You know what I mean? 
I was debating. I was debating. But, uh, yeah, see, now that I already have my five linebackers at least to start, now it's like I got to – now I'm only pick. now I'm going to pick linebackers based on if I think that they fell way too far and I, and like I can't pass up on Yeah, that. I think I got – because, you know, me, my, my, Josh Allen and Isaiah Simmons, they don't go on my linebacker flexes, right? So I think that fills me up now. I got I got Bolton, Dean, Queen, Isaiah Simmons, fucking Josh, the black Josh Allen. And then who is it? Is that now? Now Quincy and, and Jerome? Let's see. So yeah, you got that. Josh Allen, Nick Bolton, Kobe Dean. What? Uh Gardner Johnson, Isaiah Simmons as the DBs. And then, oh yeah, oh yeah, because I trade uh, uh I got Nick Bolton in one of Song's picks. Yep. Yeah, okay, that's the one. So yep. I got the Dean, I got the Dean Queen Bolton machine. <laughs> that was corny. That's why it was good. Oh man. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, besides your second DL. You got that all filled up. Yeah. Okay. We're feeling pretty good now. And I see someone. Did someone just? Oh no. Never mind. That was the other league. I was gonna say a name. Cause you know, you know how it is, B. In the fucking DLs, you can wait so long and get these OGs that still produce. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it sucks though because it's like, you know what I mean? Because it's hard to gauge those young DLs that are or DTs that are coming to the league or like, you know what I mean? I mean, because a lot of these guys, I mean, the reason why the old DLs are fucking producing is because they got the technique. Like, I mean, all these guys have the size. All these guys are fast enough. Like, most of the guys are strong enough. You know, obviously, there's some guys stronger than others. But it's really the technique. And that's why, like, uh, D-linemen, just like offensive linemen, like, they're the trench guys, like, if you're really a boss hog, like, you could play till you're damn near 40. You know, because you're just like good. You're that good, and you're needed. You're needed for the experience. Because young players fuck up. Yeah, I bet you Steven Seagal can't fuck with none of those motherfuckers in a phone booth. Because <laughs> you know Steven Seagal, you know, what I mean? it, was, it was always that close combat. Like you kind of hugging on the dude. Just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All the dudes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man, Crispy says, I know I'm your king, but you don't have to call me Christ. And he said, I apologize in advance, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jeebus. Oh man. But yeah, these drafts are getting crazy. So we're in like, I think the 25th round in the number 21. And uh, we just kicked off the 18th round in the number 22. And then uh, I'm working on collecting league fees in the number 23. And, uh, we might be kicking that one off on uh, on Saturday, doing the draft order race and everything. Cool. I think I'm going to link with Guccini this weekend. Tight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we'll cook up a pot or something. Hopefully the timing will be right. Yeah. Yeah, because he's about to um, I'm about to hire him to do the yard. He, this motherfucker is going crazy over here. <laughs> and Bakes, that's why I took uh, Luca Von Ness in the 21 this early yeah, I mean, seeing it, – it's like you got to take those guys so early because they're so young. It's uh, It, it just kind of sucks that, like, you're going to take those guys early. And, and might not play them. 
Well, you're going to grab guys in like the 30th and 40th rounds who you're probably going to play over them because it's going to be yeah. like an older fucking D lineman who people don't take because they're like 30 years old, but they're hella fucking dope still in uh, in fantasy. Yeah, like I had a ton of Jordan Davis just in my taxi, like still to this day. Yeah, I, yeah, I, everywhere I have him, I didn't even want to take him out yet. Like, is he how, how much is he going to play this year? Take him, take him out of the plastic. <laughs> like, hold on, man. Hold on. I got this Jordan Davis, bro. Me. That's still in the taxi, bud. Who's the other dude? Wyatt, Devontae Wyatt or some shit. He was the he was one of the other uh D linemen who was drafted last year to the fucking Packers. Barely fucking playing, you know? I mean, even Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, it's dope that he's that he had like multiple games, you know, where he like really balled out, but that was like it though. Like besides those couple games, it was like he was kind of trash for, uh, for fantasy the whole year. The twenty-two draft was making me hot, but it was also also making me smile a lot of times because like it'd be like they're re- like they're taking the Troy Andersons and the Brian Osmos and the motherfucking Pete Warners and they're just taking them all and they're pulling them all up like a, like life after Quay Walker type shit. Like Quay Walker goes. Then all this is like the wave of those guys. And I'm like, those guys, that wave doesn't happen until way later. Dude, you know I mean? CBB is killing it over here. I haven't been paying attention. I mean, I've been doing so much over the over the weekend and shit. Yeah. He's got Jordan Brooks, Zaire Franklin, Bobby Okariki, Dre Greenlaw, and Shaq Leonard. And uh, as his uh, – <laughs> I'll his put player. my joint up against his, bro, any day, bro. Well, I'm just saying, though, like, I mean yeah, – he's he, doing his thing. He's doing his thing. He knew what to target, you know, and targeted all those linebackers. And, like, he didn't even – You know where he got Jordan Brooks, bro? Like, eighth round. Yeah. I mean, they, he, that was, since he took him in, like, the, the eighth, the last the last joint we did. That was what I was going to point out. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And, and, he, but he, and he did it from the same 12 spot. He really liked drafting from that 12 spot. You know what I mean? It's, I, I enjoy having the back-to-back picks, too, myself, but – and so, you know, I've been getting greedy on the linebackers and I look at my other positions like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying he has the best linebackers in the league. I think that, yeah, mine and yours can be put up against his, you know, as well. But he knew what he knew what to target. He prioritized from round eight to round 12. He went uh, all five linebackers in a row. Yeah, I think I went, I took the Bolton at the seven or whatever. So wait, wait, hold on. Oh, no. This is the Roquan team? Wait, which team? What, what, no, what no, no. I got Roquan. I kicked it off. Yeah, with okay. Seven, eight. Oh, that's right. So he started snapping them off from eight to 12. Okay, yeah. yeah. Good shit. Yeah, I yeah. took one and I ran. I took one right there and I was like, okay, we'll revisit that in a few. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm even song, it was a couple rounds later, but he went Pete Warner, Jack Campbell, Troy Anderson, Cody Barton. See, and that's nasty too. Even Cody Barton. See, like – the. He was the one, so so was Song. The Warner and Cody Barr made me really mad. Like, damn, I'm way earlier than I would. I'm not mad at the, the picks, but also, like, are you? There's only, the there's only three of us. There's only uh, three of us that have five linebackers on our squad, and it's me, you, and Stevie B. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Song is uh, is a close second with four. Don't even look at me in the twenty one. I don't want nobody to see what I'm doing over there. <laughs> I think I might have like 15 linebackers. <laughs> Damn. I'm, I might be Johnson. I might have like double digits for real though. Fuck. <laughs> I was just going. 
And uh, Kidda said, yeah, you all went too heavy. Oh, man, coming from fucking you, Kidda. You're always the guy. Going <laughs> oh, no, it's too heavy. <laughs> he said there's no such I'm thing. Like, yeah, no, you know what He's always going to shit on him because we always shit on his drafts. <laughs> like, oh, y'all got too much linebackers. That's not supposed to do it. Kidda knows. Kidda knows. He's always. He's you know, always Kidda's with the season. Yeah. Man. Hey, Kidda is a fucking fierce competitor, bro. You know what I mean? He don't play. Yeah. I've seen his team build. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I mean, Kidda, he's been in. I mean, I, we've known each other since we were kids, but he's been playing in the Green Bowl, fucking uh, the San Diego Green Bowl, pretty much since it was in his in in existence. I think maybe no. 2010. I think might have been the first year that he was in it. Can't remember if it was 2008 or not. He said, and, "I've known Kidda since before he could spell fantasy." <laughs> he's always one of those guys who was always in the uh, in the um, in the playoffs. In the playoffs, because there's always like. Like, I'd say, let's say four or five guys who just seemed like every single year they were just always in the playoffs. And then there was always just, like, one other spot, you know, for, like, the other <laughs> the other seven teams or whatever to kind of fucking compete for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey uh, we got – it was crazy because that one of my – it's called the Nice Guys Finished Last League. We're not bringing it back this year. This would have been year 10, actually. Damn. Yeah, I know, right? But uh, I've, I so I've Green been... Bowl as well. The Green Bowl went on hiatus for a year, and now we're bringing it back as a, as a six hundred dollar buy in. And you got to be in Vegas to draft. Got to be in Vegas to draft. It's, you know, I would like everybody competing in that league to like just film themselves like on the way to to the to the draft. You know what I mean? That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty tight, right? Because then we could throw yeah. something together. Uh, after the fact, right? Where yeah. it's like, well, I'm going to the airport. You know, it's like, yeah, motherfuckers, going to the green ball. Y'all ain't ready. Kidder, <laughs> I ain't kidding around. Oh, oh your thoughts. I'm coming, bro. Pause. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Kidder, he in his thing. He's rolling up or something. You know what I mean? He's hopping out the Uber or some shit. Hopping on the plane. That'd be sick, right? Yeah. You're you're over there at the at the at the uh, the, uh, the mansion. Oh, way to just spill your Cheerios. <laughs> Here, I help you. It's okay. That's why, that's why I put your milk in your bottle. It's okay. Let's go get the room. Let's get the room. Oh, man. She already knows. She can't be messing up. Can't be messing up like that. She takes it, makes it, uh, takes it out on herself the hardest. Oh, man. Hell yeah. So uh let's see. And as of right now, who is uh who's supposed to be in that league? Hold on. So we got so it's gonna be so it's gonna be uh me, Bogey, and Hess. I mean obviously, you know, we're kicking this off right. Ghost monkey, he's already uh he's already got his ticket, so I mean he's coming out for the draft. Uh, he's in that thing, he said. Um, and then let's see, Zoo Crew said that he is going to be in it as well. He already put down his deposit and uh, and paid for a bunch of uh, a bunch of the what's it called? Um, a bunch of the uh, the money for uh, the spot. And then uh, so who does that? 
leave us with. And then um, Candlestick and Steamboat supposedly are going to be in it. So they're going. Yep. So and so we got four more spots as of uh, as of right now. It's a six hundred dollar buy in. It is going to be uh, it's going to be insane. I mean the uh, and, and show the belt, show the belt, and because this what this not this belt per se, but the dude who made this belt will make you a custom championship belt. Yeah, and I mean if you do want this belt, he can make this one again. But what I had designed from him. It's the Stone Cold Steve Austin like style, but we got it with the 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 FFH, the Fantasy Football Hustler. We got a bong on the front, um, football on the front. We got the 420 Crew um, little side plates at the FF Hustler and the joint on the side as well. So if you have a specific like wrestling belt that you want him to do, like you could say, I literally want this type of belt, you know? And then uh, this one specifically had the rattlesnake backing because of course it's stone cold on the rattlesnake. But uh, yeah, these are like 15, $1,500 to like $2,000, you know, joints. And yeah, uh, tell cause you got, oh man, when you got the rattlesnake skin leather. Yeah. Hell yeah. It, it took a while for him to piece this together because like, you know, it's not like he has like the real rattlesnake, you know, just backing just on tap, like for like hundreds. Of I, want, I want my belt made of pure obsidian forged yeah. in the fires of Mordor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's, he's pretty much one of the sponsors because he's given us a nice little discount on it. Cause uh, everyone that's like, it's pretty much a $500 league where we're throwing an extra hundred on there. And it's uh, that extra hundred is pretty much going towards the belt and you get to keep this belt forever. So it's not something that's going to be passed around. That's why we're throwing in the extra money. Uh, whoever wins this thing, they're going to get to keep it. Yeah. We can get it every year. Right. You know, the, the following the, the reigning champions, the former champions can come through rock and name hardware. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, if and when I win that motherfucker, I'm just going to put next year's CSI. I'm like, yeah, you hold on to that. I'm coming back. I mean, that's always the uh, the smartest thing to do when you know you're coming back. You know what I mean? All right. I just made my pick. I locked in Richie Grant at the DB spot. Nice. There we go. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 18th round. Feeling good. And it's crazy because, like, um, Richie Grant, he's going into his third year. We go he's back, to get that bag. we go back a couple years, and like in the startup drafts and shit like that. I mean, I'm sure I'm getting him in like the 30s, the 40s, you know, shit like that. And uh, that's the kind of value raise that you want if uh, you're paying attention to some of these rookies. And we put a bunch on your radar, you know, over the last couple weeks. And, uh, DBs, like, I don't know what it is, but it just seems like maybe it's because there's so many DBs that are usually coming out. But, man, I feel like that, those are the guys who usually get the biggest value raised out of everybody if you're on them as a rookie. DBs get rotated fast at, uh, as far as age, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it. like, And you can have DBs go to, go to second teams and, and produce, like, you know what I mean, like how running backs would, you know what I mean? Yeah. Linebacker, because a a good linebacker, you can have that motherfucker for 10 years, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. 
And I mean, a good safety, like what happens to, to a good safety? He gets moved on from it. What happens to a good corner? When he gets older, they move him to safety. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like it's weird for the safeties, right? Like you gotta get in and get like look at Gardner Johnson. He, I think he, what he's doing is smart right now. He's gonna he's gonna he's getting what like six million fully guaranteed for one year. Cause I think like 10 million is the goal. What, what's the highest for a corner? Right now, who's the highest paid corner? Ramsey uh, still? Yeah, it might be. Let's see. And he might be at like 12 or 13 mil a year. Or is he at is he at that smooth dubby? Let's see. Uh, Those cornerbacks, they get here. I hear Alexander. Uh, or is it? Damn, so his is like total money. Hold on, let's see. We could prorate it. Yeah, let's just do per year. Let's see. Hey, let me turn your chair around, babe, so you don't have to. Yeah, Zaire is uh, 21 per year. Denzel Ward, 20. Jalen Ramsey, 20. Marlon Humphrey, 19. Marshall, yeah, so, 19. so they are. So it's like 20 is the going rate. Yeah. Yeah. So, stay, and so yeah, so safeties, right? They get the, they get the shaft in all this thing. Yeah, cornerbacks are well, well it's because there's. I mean, one of the reasons why I said, like, I mean, if you hit on the right DBs, um, and I guess I was talking safety specifically, there's more of them to go around. It's not like, you know, I mean, the cream of the crop corners, I mean, fuck, man. Like, they, they just, they're not there. There's not a lot of them. Like, how many cornerbacks got drafted in the first round this year? Like, four? Yeah. And, um, like, like four going to hit. Maybe one might only hit. But you can wait on them too, though. That's the thing, right? Like, like, um, well, not when you're drafting for need. Well, well I mean, right, well, I mean like, in real life, not when you're drafting for need in fantasy. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, I just don't have, like, I, I just won't have any corners unless they're like nickels half the time in my, on my teams. Well, like Witherspoon and, uh, and what's his name? Oh, uh, Jerry Sneed. Well, yeah, but see, even then, like we know because we know Sneed wasn't safety before, you know what I mean? Right, it was, yeah, he was different, but nobody was on him, you know, like that. Like, he wasn't getting drafted in the third, second, third, fourth round, you know, in our rookie drafts like Witherspoon and Gonzalez, you know. So, yeah, it's good, like, even Sauce, you know, I mean, he's drafted hell early, you know, last year, him and for fantasy, you know, it's it's kind of just whatever. Yeah, stranger said for my next bowl, Sunny D. I like it. Uh, I got some Sunny D on deck, bro. Yeah. What you know about this Sunny D? Uh, give me money. And Zeb said, uh, would you rather have Bijan or Gibbs in the 2024 first in Dynasty? I'd rather have Bijan. Yeah. Hello. He got drafted right after the Raiders pick. <laughs> and it said on sleeper when you look at the db some have the pink dots and some have the black dots is uh that cornerback and safety so i think there is uh i think it's the black dot if you're only a cornerback but i don't know why i mean we have it all as db so i mean that's the thing that's kind of yeah stupid. like what is, and then what is the green the green dot means they play like 80 percent or more right i'm not sure about that but i only see that on linebackers 
Yeah, I don't even think that I've. Uh... Well, because he's talking about on sleeper, like specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean. We're talking yeah, I don't know if I'm, 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 I don't think De- I'm Dennis asked Dennis asked for this, and I was like, I, I just, I, I told him that like, you might be right. I said, because I don't know, you know what I mean. And I was like, I think, he, and I'm only been speculating what they mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, see, it's weird because like Patrick Sertan, he has a black dot, says he's a DB. Uh, so he's specifically a corner. Yeah, but then Jamal Adams has a black dot and it says he's a DB and he's a safety. Maybe he's specific. Maybe it's just you're not a dual guy. Maybe he's specifically safety now in in their mind. Maybe not like this hybrid. You know what I mean? Okay, look at now. Let's 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 get tricky. Get, show me Isaiah Simmons. What is what kind of dot does that motherfucker got? Pause. Uh, he's got the like the purple, like that. Like, he plays like, like a dual. He plays like a dual thing. So let now now look at Jeremy Chin because Jeremy Chin is also labeled one of those same same. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy Chin has the like the the pink one. Okay, but it's just like Isaiah Simmons. No, no. It's, oh, uh, weird. Pink is like for the DBs. Purple is like for the linebackers. Oh, okay, because. Because you know what? Because Jeremy Chin is a DB who plays linebacker when Isaiah Simmons is a linebacker who also plays DB. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, I'm still confused. Them. I'll pay attention to the color of the dots because I don't. And, uh, <laughs> and Did uh, Martin Luther King tell us? If you really want, I mean, if you really, if you really want to know what position they play a majority of the time, just go search that team's depth chart and then just go look on the depth chart, what position they're a starter at. And then whatever other position, like with Isaiah Simmons, like he's listed as a linebacker on the depth chart, but he also has dual designation at the DB because sometimes they throw him in DB roles. Then there's Jeremy Chin, who's listed as a, uh, a safety, but he has a dual designation as a linebacker. Yeah. Yes, sir. Interesting. <laughs> and Zeb said Juju and Monty for a 2024 first. <laughs> Juju and Monty for a 2024 first. Yeah, he said he'd get uh, the, the Monty side. I think I'd I, I think I'd do it if I need it. Yeah, I feel like you I mean you might be able to get a better player with that first. I mean, this is like two uh, 50 cent pieces. I'd rather try to get some kind of a dollar, you know, player for uh that first. Um, it's probably easier to get it now while they don't think the first is, they don't know what that first is going to end up being. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but, but see, look, if I need running back, De- like if you're looking at Dan Montgomery, you're trying to win now because that guy's probably like a year. He's probably like able to be plugged in this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see, I, I don't see there's much future for him, for us in fantasy going up uh, uh, after this year. He's going to enter after this year. I think he enters into the realm of like, you know, oh. What up, Song? Yeah, I just I'm okay with getting a Monty. You paying a little much because then Juju's not really appealing either. I don't even think yeah. they're 50 cent pieces like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ju- I, I like Juju to have a floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've seen guys like Kiki QT eat in Bill O'Brien's system, and like he's like a bigger Kiki QT. You know, what I mean? he's just gonna play slot and get like six to eight targets a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's smoke it up. Office, I thought you guys were off. Wake and bake number two. Let's get it. Almost, almost out of here. 
And uh, Zeb said, how was Disneyland? It was fun. Noble out of oh, blast. Noble out of blast. And uh, said, I was in Vegas uh, on Saturday for the sick new uh, World Rock Fest and going to the Laker game this Saturday. Let's go. Nice. Nice. He's living. Yeah. And he said, uh, Winfield's my guy for IDP. He just went off the board in our number 22 right before me because that's who I was going to pick. If he, uh, if he had you just took him in 21 hella rounds later, even. yeah, yeah, it's motherfuckers, man. They're on it. That, that's t- that's the tough part. People are great, on doc, it. great value, uh, either way, though. I mean, Winfield shouldn't have fell that far, yeah. T- I got him in the 24th round, like that's, that's insane. Uh, insane. I already had Sneed and Fitzpatrick, and I'm like, wow, why the fuck is Winfield still here? Let's lock him up, yeah. You killed that. Um. I keep forgetting about Fitzpatrick and how young he is. He just been playing so goddamn long. Yeah. What you got yeah. here, Because uh, yeah, I mean, he's twenty six. He'll turn twenty seven uh, mm-hmm. this year. I mean, I get, he's more of a big play guy. So that's what kind of sucks. Because like I think like a guy like Winfield is way more consistent. And uh, I usually don't get Fitzpatrick, but um, he he lasted until the fifteenth round. And a lot of guys went before him, so I just felt like that. Yeah, him and he used to be Mink, he used to be Derwin James, Minka Fitzpatrick, um, and, and uh, uh, um, hold on, Derwin James, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Buddha Baker in no particular order. You know what I mean? Yeah, those are like the guys last year. It's crazy because that's when like Landon Collins was still a guy, like in like the top four before he had got the Achilles. Yep, and then um. Even Winfield was in that mix, always, always like a top five guy, Antoine, for starter dynasty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's kind of dope how a year later, it's also the – even Devin White. Devin White's still going top ten at the position, but he was like, you know what I mean? Like, he was top five coming off the board. Yeah, and I know for Winfield specifically, it's because he, yeah, he missed games. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he missed a lot last year, actually. Yeah, we were, I was able to plug and play uh, Mike Edwards a ton, and mm-hmm. oh, and I'm on the clock in the 21 now. Oh, and thanks, Derek told me like an hour ago. Yeah, <laughs> 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 just didn't make it over here. All right, let's see. So, what do we got here? My linebackers are killing it right now. I mean, shit. This one. What? What, what league is this joint? The 21. Oh, okay, so I'm coming up shortly after you. Yeah, what you, what you about to do? Well, we got, we got the turnaround all the way, and then you're coming back, yeah. Let's oh, see. okay, we're going back the other way. Huh. Oh, so I made my pick now, you, then we're turning around. Yeah. Okay, so I got to avoid you twice. Uh, okay. Oh, I just took Trent Simpson. Yep, you did. Yeah, I got a lot of linebackers in this one. I, I regret taking Chris Nolan. I was, I was really high on Mushroom the other, the other night. I was like, fuck, why did I do that? Because then, like, Troy Anderson and Brian Osmo, all these motherfuckers. I was so hot. Yeah, I got Osmo. Yeah, I was hot about that. In the 19th round, felt really <laughs> good about it. Really good I about it. I've seen you take him in the 20. Uh, before, so it's like you know what I mean. Just, that's how I know you're consciously watching them because you're like, all right, I think I gotta pull them up. It's a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've seen you even get them in round thirty before. I think it was like league eighteen. 
is when they, gotta, still, had Ken, when they still had Kendricks on the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, gotta gotta feel it out. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of linebackers going that round and the round before it. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, I guess I guess it's not so bad. Troy Anderson and Osmo in the nineteen—that's something like I would do. <laughs> That's why I'm mad. Man, this one's tough. Oh, this is twenty-one, my man. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know what? All right, we got to lock in another uh, corner, uh, another DB who I didn't think should be there. We're locking in uh, Kyle Hamilton. Nice. Yeah, he went pretty early in the 22. I mean, shit. And then from last year to this year, like, man, I mean, because he was drafted. In the, he was the only DB, dra- or, oh, not only DB, only safety drafted in the, the first, first round last year. So, I mean, he was drafted hella high in, uh, in our startups last year. And uh, yeah, he really didn't get any playing time, and that, that that's what it is. You got to be patient. But he also he also caught injury early. I think he broke his he broke some him and then him and Marcus Williams. They both got hurt. <coughs> yeah, that's what's been crazy for the Ravens is like they getting all their DBs. Like man, for the last two years, like all of their how do all of your DBs get hurt? Like in back are you ready back for this? Throughout the year, it's. The Danny Woodhead curse. Because when Danny Woodhead left, New- when he was in New England, everybody was always hurt. And then, then Bill Belichick sent him and the curse away, only to plague every team he played for after that. The Chargers, then the Ravens, bro. Damn. <laughs> My daughter turned around, uh-huh. <laughs> For real, that's the Danny Woodhead curse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and Zeb said, LOL, Danny Woodhead. Can't believe that shit, yeah. Is that what happened? I mean, whenever Danny Woodhead is there, everybody was hurt, bro. And then, but since he left New England, every team he's left since then outside of New England has been riddled with injuries. Crazy. He only played for two teams, but it's pretty remarkable that it, it was, you know what I mean, the, uh, 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 the Ravens and the Chargers. Those motherfuckers just stay injured. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. It's a good time to cut this off. Let's get up out of here. We'll be back for FNT in a couple hours. And then don't forget, we got Stevie B tonight with Dynasty Life Fantasy Football. We'll see you guys there. Peace out. Peace. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure. They remember forever the night they played the Titans.